This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is still May the 13th, 2021. I'm doing one of my classic late night shows, Strong Hand, Long Term Thinking. I'm offended by selling. Bitcoin's unconfiscatable. Dudes, one day closer to an all-time high. Don't FOMO on alts. All right. <clears throat> it is alt season, clearly. Uh, and some of you got some weak hands. Strong hand. Come on, dudes. Double header of FUD. If you have questions, I have answers. Type in Bitcoin Meister. I am live on uh, Clubhouse also. I'm trying it out. And if any of you pop over there, I'm Bitcoin Meister there. Look up Adam Meister. Look up Bitcoin Meister. Look up Disrupt Meister. You'll find me somehow. I know not all of you are on Clubhouse. And if you guys come over, we'll do a post-game show over there. I'll answer some of your questions. But if you've got questions right now, just type in Bitcoin Meister. I will answer your question here live on YouTube. I am in beautiful Miami. I will be here until after the conference. The conference is, what, three weeks from Friday? I'm pumped. I got here real early for the conference, right? I love Miami. It's great to be back in, in a free city. Nashville was awesome also. Okay, so we're going to talk about Elon Musk today. We're going to talk about Binance today. And I have, I, I have a positive spin on the uh, Elon Musk thing. You know, one of my sayings is don't pedestal people. And people have pedestaled Elon Musk. People pedestal Tom Brady. We'll talk about that also. You just got to keep it level, dudes. You cannot get too much into these dudes. Bitcoin doesn't care about personalities, all right? It, it doesn't know people. It doesn't know Elon Musk. Now, Elon Musk, why is he doing all this? Why, why, did, he, uh, why did he buy into the environmental FUD? And what, what is environmental FUD and how big is it going to be? First of all, 21 Bitcoin make you a millionaire. Play this at 2x, people. Get through this opening stuff. I'm, I just wrote down a bunch of ideas. Tomorrow, 3 p.m., that's Friday, this week in Bitcoin on this channel, 3 p.m. Miami time, that's East Coast time. I don't see anybody in Clubhouse. Um, I still don't even get this. I'm going to be on uh, the, the uh, Clubhouse of, of Coinbeast on Sunday night, by the way. And if you're interested in my Coinbeast TikToks, there one's linked to below. Um, some of them are gotten pretty popular lately. And the, the replies that I get on there are some of the most mindless things in the world. You don't need a hardware wallet. You should just keep it on Coinbase. I mean, unbelievable stuff that the normies think out there. Well, I mean, again, they'll learn the hard way. They they are free to buy Dogecoin if they want to and keep their uh, keep their Bitcoin on some uh, foreign exchange and think that's better than uh, keeping it. Uh, I, I see somebody over there in the uh, my buddy, my buddies over there in Clubhouse who's been in Clubhouse before. Good to see you there, man. We'll, we'll, we'll talk afterwards, I guess. So why not? You know, Elon Musk should fork Bitcoin. Bring it on. Bring it on. We this environmental fund. I predicted that, yeah, they, there would be an environmental Bitcoin. Now, I also thought there'd be a, a 42 million Bitcoin, you know, for the people. There's too few Bitcoin, so we need to make a Bitcoin. There are more Bitcoin. Well, he can do it all. He can be for the people. I think some of this might be virtue signaling, what he's doing anyway, talking about the environment. Um, make your own. And maybe he's thinking of doing this also. I mean, he's a long-term thinker. Just fork off Bitcoin. Make it a proof-of-stake Bitcoin. You can call it Tesla proof-of-stake environmentally friendly Bitcoin. And he already owns a lot of Bitcoin, so he'll get this for free. Then he'll dump his Bitcoin or Tesla will dump its Bitcoin. And, and, they can, and he will be the bringer of this. Uh, I mean, he will really embody. I mean, right now he's embodying this FUD. He's embodying this environmental FUD, this ridiculous environmental FUD. It, it's amazing that people have not put their foot down about the climate change thing in the past. Um, and some people have tried to, but maybe this will be the time we, that the smart people draw the line in the sand here because he can make an environmentally friendly Bitcoin and let the market decide. 
Do people really care about climate change or do they care about progress and innovation and the world becoming a place and African cities becoming modern, okay? And, and people not living in dung huts anymore, okay? Because if, I mean, if you want to have all these environmental restrictions and not have energy usage anymore, people will continue to live in dung huts all over the world. And you can live, you know, comfortably in, in your Western way. And that's cool, whatever. But the world will be a better place if we have less people living in dung huts, all right? And they, they'll be innovating also. They will make products for us also. So all of this climate change stuff, it's a bunch of you know what. It's a bunch of dung. It's a bunch of dung. And he's bought into it. Everyone's bought into it. If the climate's going up, we have some really smart freaking people on this planet, okay? They'll figure out something that make money off of it, okay? We don't need some governments to tell us how to use our energy and when to use our energy and when to wear a mask and when to do this. and when to do this. Because we bought into this China model now, you know, because of all the nonsense with the virus. And the next step, and, and people are calling them conspiracy theories. The next step is climate shutdowns and stuff like that, okay? Because this climate nonsense, this mass nonsense, this virus nonsense is just for power-hungry politicians to gain more and more power, okay? And so why is he playing into this? I don't know. I'm not going to try to figure out the dude, okay? But it's predictable that this kind of nonsense, climate nonsense, would come into the Bitcoin space because this is where you compete and you don't complain. I'm not complaining. Let them do their fork of it. And and we, and there are all sorts of people that don't believe in this type of uh, fascistic government that uh, issues uh, climate uh, uh, edicts onto its people, okay? And they just want to bring Bitcoin down. They, they're, they're into some other altcoin. They don't, they, don't, they don't care about that nonsense. But the reason why this climate stuff is even legitimate is because no one – because everyone has allowed people to be branded as conspiracy theorists that don't believe in, in climate change. And it's nonsense. It's nonsense. They're not conspiracy theorists. It's not it, – we've got a bunch of paranoid um, screaming Karens about everything now. And in, in the last year, everyone's become a worse paranoid screaming Karen. But it's all about – it's complete paranoia. We live in such a comfortable Western world that people have to worry about something. They got to worry about a virus. They got to worry about a climate change. Every little thing, they can't just live and let innovation come to them. There's so much abundance in this freaking world that they got nitpick every little single thing. So Elon is tweeting about this for some reason. Maybe he has an ulterior motive. Maybe this he thinks this is going to pump Dogecoin. And by the way, he can, so he can fork it off. He can do a Bitcoin Proof of stake, because obviously proof of work is horrible, he says. It's killing the environment. <laughs> I mean, and he can give, and he could be 42 million Bitcoin. He can give a certain percentage to Dogecoin holders too. So it could be for the people. All right, you, you, you go, go back to the, the be private thing. Copy what be private did or something like that. Go get Rhett to be your guy, okay? Elon Musk, get Rhett. He's in Puerto Rico. He could be your guy to tell you how to do this. And I welcome it. I, I would love to get all this free stuff because the market will decide. The market will decide. Is this nonsense uh, climate change, Bitcoin stuff? Do people really care about uh, cryptocurrencies, quote unquote, killing the environment? No, they don't. They, they care about which one is going to be the best for them and is going to be able to protect their wealth and going to be able to uh, uh, get, get their money out of uh, countries that restrict uh, money being sent out of countries, okay, that have a uh, Capital controls, all right. That, that that's what they care about. Now oh, we have a uh, we got somebody uh, a guy from Florida in the uh, over here in the which am I call it in the clubhouse, and we got Aaron in the clubhouse. We got people joining. G good guy, hey, good guy, welcome. Uh, you, uh, I guess I allow you to talk. All these people are joining now. Justin just joined as a listener. Yeah, I know Justin. What's up, Justin? Hey, yes, yeah, yeah. Everybody, I don't know the rules of this thing. Don't. Don't talk yet until like I'm done at the, at the very, well, you can ask questions perhaps. Uh, it's good, good to see someone is spreading the word for me. Thank you uh, over here on uh, Clubhouse for spreading the word. I'm, I'm live on uh, YouTube also. Wow, all these people are joining. I, I don't know how Clubhouse works, <laughs> but I, I'm on it right now and it's really good to see my Coinbeast friends. Everybody go to coinbeast.com slash connect uh, and everybody pound that like button like my shirt says here on YouTube, and this room is really filling up nicely on Clubhouse. And guys, we're, we'll all be able to talk. I'll all be able to give you, someone's raising their hand right now. I'll get to you real soon because I'm doing this on YouTube also, but just uh, 
Someone, Henry Law sent 25 Hong Kong dollars and said, remember when I was a kid, I was told that we would be extinct in 2020 because of climate catastrophe and oil depletion. Yeah. And it, it doesn't happen. It didn't happen. So let, let Elon Musk uh, do, do, a, do a fork. And I love forks of Bitcoin because they are crypto dividends. We get this stuff for free. And uh, the market decides what the real Bitcoin is. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. And, uh, and I will just, I will, you know, and it'll do Elon Musk. You know, he'll have his, it'll be Elon Musk, Bitcoin, Tesla, Bitcoin. It'll be branded really well. We've got all these, you know, major publications uh, on, on the internet now picking up on this Elon Musk story too, saying, well, Elon Musk said it's bad for the environment. This is why it's bad for the environment. You know, there are all these people that, that just have their, they have their reasons for hating on Bitcoin and promoting why the world is going to end. And so it's all combining into one one thing here. And I didn't know Elon Musk was going to be the spark of the climate change uh, Bitcoin, but it was him. Okay, big deal. I never put him on the pedestal. I never worshipped him. Yeah. I, and, you know, I want everyone to go back to his announcement. Tesla is not going to be selling Teslas for Bitcoin. But how many Teslas did they sell for Bitcoin? Ten? I don't know. He's still holding his Bitcoin and Tesla's still holding their Bitcoin for now, for now. So, I mean, I want everyone to be ready with your strong hand, okay? And be ready for the next shoe to drop, which is them selling their Bitcoin. And there's a greater than 0% chance that he'll pump Ethereum tomorrow, that he'll say, I'm buying Ethereum tomorrow, okay? So, guys, be ready. This is what happens during uh, these alt seasons, during these bull markets. We have uh, times, uh, there's... All sorts of attacks that go on. Uh, we had the B cash uh, in 2017. We had the B cash attack, which was the, the block size. Now we're get used to it. During this bull market, we are having the environmental attack. Okay, that is bad for the environment. That is causing climate change. That, but through even the B cash stuff last time, Bitcoin went to the moon. So we have some downs. And guys, I have heard it so many times during every bull run. This is the end of it. This is you no. Know, this is not the end of it. We have bad days and we have good days. And these last two days, it was a double header of FUD because now the, the IRS is going after Binance, investigating uh, money laundering, supposedly, the, the, that people that are using Binance are supposedly doing. What jurisdiction does the freaking United States of America have over Binance? Why, well, who cares what some Asian exchange is doing that's based in Asia? Why does the you – know, uh, why does the United, the United States of America is the best country to live in on the face of the earth? There's no doubt about this after all this virus nonsense. I mean, you go up to Canada and see, I mean, they're under, I mean, it's like China up there in, in terms of their, well, in, in terms of their embracing of uh, fascism. It's like China up there. Here we have states like Florida that are totally free. I mean, you know, in Baltimore, they're, they, they've announced that they're canceling the 4th of July fireworks, where I'm from originally, Baltimore. In Miami, everyone's getting rich down here. It just shows you the difference in states and how if you're stuck in Baltimore, no, you're not really stuck in Baltimore. You, you got to get out of Baltimore. I mean, it's it's, it's unbelievable the, the the backwardness of Baltimore and, and and others and other other jurisdictions within the United States. But at least it's not you know it, the fascism of Canada and Australia and New Zealand and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All right, now, but so the United States is the greatest country on earth. There's no doubt about that. It's proven it this last year. But that being said, they are so paranoid about the dollar, so paranoid. Compete, don't complain, guys. Compete, don't complain. Let these people – you're making up this money laundering stuff. Let Binance do what it's going to do. Let Even let the altcoins do – let Ripple do, do what it's going to do, okay? Let Mark Zuckerberg print up as much uh, fake money as he wants to, okay? Corporations should be able to uh, print up money and uh, – you know, anyone should be able to start a cryptocurrency. Elon Musk should be able to start a cryptocurrency. But the United States is fiat paranoid. It's fiat about it. It's very paranoid about, about uh, the United States dollar. And so I support Binance in this. OK, I don't I don't, I don't trade or do any of the nonsense that they do over there. But let them do what they're going to do. Sure. Sure. People, they might. You can you can make you can consider anything money laundering. OK. That they're avoiding taxes. Who's avoiding taxes? Who, why, the United States has got his finger in every little financial situation in the world. And so that's sad. That, that's I, I support Binance in this. But so when the United States makes an announcement like this or whoever made the stupid announcement, that everything crashed. The, the price of all the altcoins crashed and Bitcoin's price crashed. And this is after the Elon Musk crash. 
all these weak hands, when, when the news comes out, they just sell the news, sell the news. Are you guys used to this yet? Get used to it. It's always going to be sell the news, sell the news um, here. Uh, I, I don't, I mean, it, you, you must be a newbie if, if you're not, if you're not used to this by now, whenever there's bad news, people sell, they sell, that's it, that's it, get used to it. Look at the nice, look at this beautiful shirt. All right, now let's move on. Um, someone said, uh, you need to come hang out in the bullish as F room or cafe Bitcoin. All we do is stay FUD and talk real deal Bitcoin, slam idiots into the ground. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. I, I only have so much time and um, I'm just gaining understanding of Clubhouse. I want to, I know Bitcoin Tina's there all the time. And in, a, in some room that Bitcoin Tina was in, um, there was a guy from Vancouver who I, I found very interesting. And he's going to be on this week in Bitcoin show tomorrow. Tomorrow, so, so I found someone on Clubhouse. It's cool. We we have one newbie that's going to be on the This Week at Bitcoin show tomorrow here. So go to go to Tech Vault on Twitter. And, and people that say, Adam, I don't see you around this much, dude. I am on Twitter every day. Okay. So if you miss me, if if you if you're if you if you like follow the algorithms and stuff, well then yet you don't find me because the I don't talk about the altcoins and stuff. Because if I talk about altcoins and the algorithms will boost me out to all the eighty percenters, but don't be an 80 percenter. Don't be an algorithm slave. Just go to T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. That's Tech Vault on Twitter. That is the epicenter of the Bitcoin uh, of the Bitcoin Meister ecosystem. It tells you where I'm going to be, when I'm going to be live. And I, I tweet out stuff that's beyond Bitcoin. And, you know, now that I am, you know, obviously I'm in good financial shape because of Bitcoin. I, I just don't want to talk about Bitcoin all the time anymore. I think some of you can grasp this. I want to talk about the other current events beyond Bitcoin subject matters, ways of changing the world, health topics that I love, things that I love to do, space, you know, exploring the solar system <laughs> and uh, just making the world individualism over collectivism, just teaching people how to be unique beasts, my values, my unique be beast values. I want to make shows about that. I want to make sites about that. Okay. So that's what I'm thinking about. And during the, today, you know, when some of you guys were panicking and contacting me, pa panicking today, do you know what I was doing? I ran like 8.7 miles by accident today. I was only going to run like four. I only needed to run 4.1 miles. But I'm on the streets of Miami and I'm sweating like a banshee out there. It got hot. I, I didn't know it was going to get that dark. <laughs> and I was just enjoying Miami, enjoying running through Little Havana on Calle Ocho, okay? Live your freaking lives, people. Don't just watch that freaking number all day. So I didn't even know that it had gotten down to like whatever it got down to at this point. And then Elon Musk had another tweet, supposedly, about Dogecoin. I didn't know about it. I was out in Miami having a good time. That's what you got to do, dudes. So if you're getting too worried about this, just go outside. And I know a lot of you have been trained not to go outside anymore. Go outside every single freaking day. Don't wear a freaking mask. And just live your life, life, okay? And in Miami, you see, I'll just it's beautiful. It is their traffic jams out there. It's it's so alive, you know, in Little Havana, and, and it's different than Nashville. It's a different type of person, um, but it's it's definitely different. It's not only at least you're not in like depressing Baltimore where they cancel the freaking Fourth of July Fourth uh, of July fireworks up uh, two months beforehand. Brandon, Brandon, I'll call you Brandon because. We knew each other back. I mean, Brandon Scott, who's the mayor of Baltimore, he knows me through Facebook and everything. He knows me through my antics in Baltimore. And I have respect for you. I, I, but Brandon, dude, why are you buying into this? Let the people be free in Baltimore. It's, it's an S-hole because you put restrictions on people. Come down to Miami and see what no restrictions do. See what the free market is all about. And then there's not, there's not. But that's why I love Bitcoin so much because it is the free market. It is the free world. It is. You cannot be canceled here. You do not have to bow to these authoritarians. And it's a shame what is going on in my hometown of Baltimore. But I'm not a victim. And Baltimore is a freaking city of victims. And they love it. They love it. They embrace victimhood. And I, I and I can't take it there for more than two weeks at a time. When I have to go back for my grand – and my family lives in the suburbs too. I can't even take the aura that comes out of there, okay? It, it, it's infected the suburbs. Some of the suburbs, my suburbs are safe and everything, but the aura of, of just being a victim and the, and the whole world has ended. As in, I, I can't be there for more than two weeks. The unveiling of my a blessed memory of my, of my grandmother's gravestone is going to be in June. That's why I'm going back to Baltimore, and then I'm getting the heck out of there. 
uh, as soon as possible. You know, and I'd love to see my family and friends, whatever. But dude, it, it's just it's only so much. There's almost only so much a rational human being can take in in a victim city. And Baltimore is is a bunch of freaking victims. And Brandon, you shouldn't be a freaking victim, dude. You did well for yourself coming from you know Northeast Baltimore or whatever to become the freaking mayor. Don't be a victim. It, 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 see what the mayor of Miami's doing, who's only he's six years older than you. That's all he is. He's born in '78. You're born in '84. Be more like him. He puts his money where his mouth is instead of cracking down the whip on everyone and making everybody a victim and, and saying uh, art stakes canceled and this is canceled and this is canceled two months in advance. He's buying Bitcoin. This guy, Mayor Suarez of of. Uh, of Miami here, he put his money where his mouth is. He bought freaking Bitcoin. He wasn't just trying to attract Bitcoin companies here. He bought Bitcoin. He bought Bitcoin, anything. He bought Ethereum too. Whatever he did, whatever he did. And what, what do we have in other cities? Just people being depressed, being victims. Oh, we have to buy into this woke ideology, blah, 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 blah. Oh, um, it's it's institutional racism. Even, even Brandon, who became a, a, an African-American mayor of Baltimore, he talks about institutional racism. What institutions kept him down from being the mayor of Baltimore City? I mean, it's so ridiculous. What does institutional, they, they can't even define institutional racism. Now, everything I'm talking about now, I can't get canceled because I own Bitcoin. I want everybody to remember that. Who's new to this channel or new to hearing me speak? Okay, you when you own Bitcoin and you work for yourself and everything, you this is freedom. You can speak your freaking mind, all right, and, and and tell it like it is, and not have to worry. And and that's what freedom is about, dudes. And well, okay, now enough. So much of what I just said has been unplanned, and I, I've completely gone off the schedule. But Henry Law, thank you for the twenty-five high kind of dollars, by the way. And one, two, three. Uh, Okay, the same people that complain about Bitcoin energy usage are sitting uh, in their air-conditioned homes, typing on a battery-operated iPhone. Humanity needs sound money, and Bitcoin is worth the energy. Well, this is the thing. It's it's the cool thing in the world to be a victim and to worry about the environment and just just to mindlessly follow all of these narratives that the me- that. The media picks up on these narratives just because it gets them good ratings, okay? They, because they know that scaring you about everything gets you to watch them and stuff. So don't be scared, people. Don't buy these stupid narratives and just buy and hold Bitcoin. And don't get freaked out when we have these uh, price drops and stuff, okay? Because they're going to keep on coming. And this environmental FUD Bitcoin, it's not ending today. Elon Musk is not going to be the last prominent person that you that, that talks about it. So don't pedestal these people. I mean, Tom Brady, everyone's making a big deal that he's got the red eyes now. Maybe he's going to buy into the environmental Bitcoin funds soon too. So don't don't worship any of these people. I, I don't pedestal anyone. You know, just keep it real. Keep your strong hand on Bitcoin. And another thing that I have noticed is that um, BlockFi, the BlockFi mentality has spread through so many people. I have a relative who contacted me about uh, giving away his Bitcoin to get interest. I have a friend from college who contacted me. Said, have you heard about this BlockFi thing? I mean, uh, unbelievable. So I got to hand it to BlockFi. They are doing a great job of marketing. They have all the money in the world, all these funders. And they have convinced newbies and people that haven't even bought Bitcoin yet that what they need to do is give their Bitcoin to a third party and they'll get interest on it. They'll get 3% interest. Now, I found an old email from, from a fan, and he asked me a year ago. He's like, Adam, should I buy a stable coin and give it – I don't know if it was to give it to BlockFi, to give it to one of these third parties, and I'll get 8% interest on it. I said, no. What's the point of doing that? You know, $1,000, you'll get uh, you'll get $80 uh, after after a year? You know, what, you know Bitcoin is worth $6,000 now, which it was like a year ago. It, how about the price of Bitcoin doubles? You, you'll get – a t- so you give away your, your Bitcoin, uh, turn into stablecoin to get an 8% return, and you get rid of the opportunity of it possibly um, possibly uh, doubling. Well, guess what happened after that year? I was right. I was very right that it was stupid to give your money to a third party that's going to give you 8%. Because if you kept your own Bitcoin instead of giving it to BlockFi or whoever was giving you 8%, your Bitcoin 8x, okay? So there's a big difference between 8% and 8x. And if you don't understand the difference between those two things, you probably went to a Baltimore City public school. Pound that like button. Now, 
and I did not go to Baltimore City Public School. I went to a Baltimore City elite private school because my parents cared about educating their kids, all right? <laughs> and people are like, why are Jewish people so smart? Because their parents care about educating their kids and they will spend all the, all the money in the world to make sure their kids have a good education. And did it pay off? Did it pay off? How many, how many Bitcoin does Adam Meister have? <laughs> if you would that that's the answer to your question. Did it pay off? A blessed memory, my great father. Okay, now let's move on here. Shane Ulrich is in the house, who I went to college with. Can't wait to see you in Miami. Shane will be actually joining me in this Airbnb for three days. He's uh, my old college roommate from Washington University in St. Louis, which my parents, of course, encouraged me my entire middle school and high school life to get into the best freaking college possible, which they would figure out a way to pay for, which they did. And I ended up paying for obviously most of it through loans and whatnot. But I met Shane at uh, WashU in St. Louis in, back in our day. That wasn't too long ago. And um, yeah, he's a, he's a Bitcoin fan, my, my college roommate. He's in the uh, in the, in the chat right now, he will be coming to the Miami event. And dude, uh, there's a there's a sofa bed here that you're gonna have to figure out how to set up, but it's it's right over there. So I, I um, it'll be so great to see you, Shane, and it'll be so great to see all the elite guests that I have on this week in Bitcoin show. Like almost all of the guests that I have here on Fridays that are from America, at least, because the Canadians can't come down because of these ridiculous restrictions um, of them getting back into Canada because their, their country is so unfree now. But uh, so many of the, the guests that I've had on the show, including one that'll be on tomorrow, um, at least one that'll be on tomorrow, uh, will, will be here for the Miami event. I'm so pumped for it. I actually ran almost up to the convention center where it's going to be. All right, dude, it is going to be the best Bitcoin event of all time, Bitcoin Magazine. So many people have so much to just let out. Oh, it's, it's going to be a nonstop partying. I mean, I'm not going to drink, obviously, because I'm a healthy man. But I mean, I, I predict it. Insanity, insanity. Maybe someone's going to throw a keg into a pool. I don't know how crazy some of these Bitcoin dudes are going to be, but it will be great to meet so many of you in person. And you'll get to meet my real life friend, Shane, who's I went to college with and see that see that I'm a real person. And most everyone who's met me in person knows that incredibly enough, this like high energy dude that you see right now is the exact same person you see in person. I know, I know it's scary for some of you like aren't you on drugs? No, dude, it's like real. It's just the way I am. All right. Uh, because I love life and I love freedom and I love Bitcoin. Pound that like button. So, okay. We, we've, uh, we've, we've jumped. I hope I didn't skip anyone's questions. If anyone else has a, a question here on YouTube, just type in Bitcoin Meister again, if I, or do a super chat, if I, I skipped a question, um, someone was raising their hand over here on the, uh, how do I do this? Oh, raised hands, open to everyone. Okay, yeah. The person who was raising their hand didn't raise it. Yeah, dudes, I, I am not a master of the uh, of the clubhouse, but if you, if you can raise your hand, if you got a clubhouse question, I'll, I'll answer that too and and try to try to figure it out. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, but we'll, after the show is over on YouTube, I am just going to be exclusively on clubhouse. All right, and we're we're getting uh, we're making some progress here. The show is really lasting uh, much much longer than I uh, anticipated because of. Uh, Everybody asking questions, and, and that's great. So, uh, yeah, we had a double header of FUD, and I, I don't agree with the United States cracking down on Binance. It's an IRS investigation. Oh, the lovely IRS. Now, uh, so also Twitter, this is what Twitter put on the side, that prominently on the side, they linked to this article. By now, you've probably heard that Bitcoin mining is bad for the environment. Elon Musk even tweeted about it yesterday. <laughs> But why does mining use so much energy and how big is the impact anyway? And that's a Thomson Reuters Foundation news story that Twitter is pumping. <laughs> Speaking about putting people on pedestals. So get used to it, people. Get used to it. Um, and, and everyone's like, well, Jack Dorsey's so freaking awesome. Well, his company's not so freaking awesome <laughs> that it, it pumps these uh, ridiculous stories. So I was talking about Ethereum Classic pumping the other day and why it was. And I think some people just blindly follow Barry Silver too, because they put him on a pedestal. I, and I forgot to say that. Don't put anyone on a pedestal. You're going to end up buying their freaking altcoin. Uh, but, but some people can really stretch it out for a while. Like um, Egocoin uh, over at Hex. He knows that he's got a cult following over there. He's stretching. He puts, he's on a pedestal. People worship him. They put him on a pedestal and they believe every word he says. And he's really been pumping uh his uh, his altcoin lately, 
All right, we got it for free. Bitcoin holders got it for free. I, you never buy something you get for free. And if anyone had any doubts that we're in alt season, um, B Diamond is even pumping. And that just shows you that a lot of the alts that are being bought up, you know, from Ethereum Classic to B Gold to B Diamond, it's it's coming from Korea again, from South Korea. We, and, and we lived through this in 2017. For some reason, uh, they all think they're going to get the next Bitcoin over there. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. And they have no shame in buying these crypto dividends like B Diamond and B Gold that we got for free and totally pumping them to ridiculous levels. <laughs> yeah, it's alt season. Does in during alt season, the true strong hands show how strong their hands are. Do they diversify for the sake of diversification because some dudes in South Korea are doing it? Or do they stick with the program and stick with the Bitcoin? The choice is yours. Um, I am I am pleased to see that Coin Market Cap is listing Satoshi's now. Perhaps uh, that will inspire some <laughs> because half of this um, half of this altcoin season is is definitely at least half of it is inspired by unit bias and people thinking they're oh I'm getting a, a a cheap doggy coin and by the way things are so ridiculous you like you make up a, a coin. That's like a dog theme, and now it pumps because it's like less than one cent. I mean, this is the quote-unquote logic that the that people are uh, using, and it's a game of musical chairs. It can only last for so long. I mean, there was like some Shiba coin that went up, and then it, it dumped or something. I don't know. Mike Jones says, um, <laughs> Mike Jones says, did you sell any Bitcoin all above sixty thousand recently? Lots of signs this bull run is over. Or at least on pause for quite some time. Well, clearly, Mike, you're, you're new to the show or you have no listing comprehension whatsoever. I never have sold a Bitcoin for fiat. Pound that like button. And because of that, I am very wealthy. Now, but you, all the people who sell Bitcoin for fiat and have to, and they have to pay the IRS, all these short-term capital gains tax, and they think – and you didn't – did you hear earlier in the show how I said during all these bull markets, whether it be 2017 – or, or this point, and I, I was through 2013. I was during 2013, but only at the end. I came in in 2013 when I, I bought my first two Bitcoin, but I've never sold. So I bought my first two Bitcoin for $1,200 combined or $1,300 combined in 2013. That are, what are they now worth? $100,000 or whatever it is. And you're asking me if I sell Bitcoin at $60,000. Come on, man. Come on now. No, I'm, I've got the strongest hand around, right? I got the strongest freaking hand. Uh, on the freaking YouTube, okay? There's no doubt about that. But you're asking me signs that this bull run is over. Dude, how many times have I heard that during bull runs? I hear it every single day. It's not over. You're like looking at some chart somewhere, worshiping some chart. Did that chart tell you that Elon Musk was going to tweet out something and a bunch of weak hands like you were going to sell? I mean, it just you put these charts on pedestals too. No. I didn't sell a frick. I didn't sell any Bitcoin when it was at sixty thousand dollars because if you pay attention, Bitcoin isn't a company. Bitcoin is going to be worth more than the most valuable company on earth. What's the most valuable company on earth? It's it's Apple. It's worth what two point one trillion dollars. For Bitcoin to be worth more than Apple, Bitcoin will have to be worth over a hundred thousand dollars. We're one day closer to Bitcoin being worth more than Apple. So why the heck would I do something impulsive like selling my Bitcoin for $60,000 when it's going to be worth more than Apple one day, okay? Why would I do that? And you're probably saying, no, Adam, it's just, you're just saying some line one day closer to the, 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 the market cap of Apple. Let me tell you something, dude. Let me tell you something. I was saying for years, we're one day closer to an all-time high after Bitcoin was at $20,000 and went down to $3,000 and everyone said it would never get up to $20,000 again. And I was right. I was darn right by a lot. All right. By a lot. Now, you know why I knew I was right? Because I had lived through 2013 when it got to $1,100 and then it crashed below 200. And everyone said, it'll never get back to 1100 before. And now everyone laughs their talkless off at $1,100 Bitcoin. And they wish that they didn't sell at the top. Because they're playing dudes like you who are like, oh, the market, uh, I did some calculations and 1100 is the highest it will ever be. And I, I'm selling now and I'm getting my fiat and I'm going to buy a Lamborghini 
Great. Okay, you've got a Lamborghini that's gone completely down in value, and 1100 is the biggest joke in the world when you talk about the value of a Bitcoin. Because guess what? Freaking Ethereum is worth $4,000 now, and freaking Bitcoin crashed below $4,000 when the whole world panicked on March the 13th. It was only there for a few seconds, but it recovered, okay? And now the joke, I mean, it's hilarious. Ethereum is worth more than all the, what the weak hands sold Bitcoin for back on that day on March the 13th. 2020, um, when I bought uh, two Bitcoin for a combined $10,000, all right? And people like you were like, oh, it's, it's the end of the world. I'm selling, I'm selling. I mean, stick with a strategy, dude. Long-term thinking. Learn about the halving cycles. Learn about holding your Bitcoin and getting all these ridiculous crypto dividends that people – and please, fork off some coins. Create some more airdrops, dudes. It's about controlling your own private key here. I've got a completely different out outlook. A bit on Bitcoin than most people out there. I I think the altcoins. I don't want to destroy any altcoins. I think altcoins should uh, all be forks of Bitcoin. I think Bitcoin Bitcoin is that I am that confident in Bitcoin. I'm not part of the Bitcoin Inquisition where I everyone has to be so pure they can't even say the word Ethereum. They can't even say what a beautiful world that this is. You know what a beautiful year this has been when there were so many people that were so depressed on that day. When Bitcoin got went below four thousand dollars on March the thirteenth or March the twelfth, whatever darn day it was in twenty twenty, and now the freaking Ethereum is worth more than what Bitcoin was worth on that day. That just shows you what a freaking golden age we're living we're living in, and just what a positive attitude you should have toward life, and not be in this sell 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 mentality, sell sell sell, panic panic panic. No, it's strong hand, long term thinking. This is a freaking savings account, dude. This is a freaking savings account. All right, now moving on. Um, but uh, let's see. We got uh, anybody else? Uh, uh, no, no other new questions there. No, we do. Roman Chu said, "Have you gone to California yet uh, for the preventative health screening?" For no, no, Roman Q, you did not pay attention. I mean, I love you, Roman Q. But again, I am going to San Diego on the twenty second of June, and I will be there until the twentieth of July, and I am going. Uh, Peter Diamantes founded a company. I, I, I completely forgot the name of the company, but they, I'm paying them a lot of money to do all these health screening on me. It's preventative medicine. And guess what? By the time I get to San Diego, California will have list, lifted its ridiculous mask mandates because Gavin Newsom is scared about uh, losing the recall election. And probably, you know, by doing that, he's not going to he's not going to get recalled. OK, he's not going to lose. Um, because he knows he, he pushed things to a certain level and then he and he pushed things too far and he created and good for the people of California for creating this whole recall thing, for filling out everything. But it scared him. It scared him into his senses. He was ridiculous. He was it was total overreach on his part. And so by the time I get to San Diego, beautiful San Diego, there will be no more mass mandates or anything like that. Will it be as free as Miami? No, it will not. Probably. But. I will, I will, it will be fine enough for me. And I'm, I'm really looking forward for all the awesome medical tests um, that I will be, uh, be being done to me because I care about life extension and all that stuff. And I, I, I it's what health, I forgot the name of the darn thing. I mean, so yeah, people, people ask me like, well, Adam, you, you, you live such a frugal lifestyle. Blah, 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 blah. No, no, I'm, I'm treating myself pretty nice to this, uh, this health thing, first of all. But uh, no, I, I live a freaking awesome lifestyle. I travel around the whole United States of America from one Airbnb to another, and I get the best freaking deals. <laughs> cheapest air, cheapest airline, uh, you know, cheapest airfares possible because the United States government bailed out all the airlines, and most people were scared to fly. They were scared to fly. So, I mean, I took advantage of all the companies that were bailed out, okay? I got great deals. They all got bailed out. And um, the, the people, you know, the fiat uh, has been inflated, but I, I, I took care. Of, I got their products right away. The plane stuff, man, I was it was so cheap. The the, the um, rental car that I had in at, took down to Asheville from Baltimore, so darn cheap because it all, all got bailed out. Now, you know, now we're having inflation. Now it's now people are actually using these things. Hey, dudes, when you're in motion, you can take advantage of all the ridiculous government created financial situations that are out there. But if you're scared in your house, no, you're not going to benefit from any of this stuff. 
And I really want to know the name <laughs> of the people I'm paying all this money to. Um, <laughs> um, so, so you, Mike asked me, was I this bullish on the way down at 17 K after the 20 K top in 2017? I just rather not be poor in uh, two to three years. Well, Mike, I did not know how long it would last or how high it would get, but I, through the whole way down, I kept, I was saying, do not sell your Bitcoin. Do not sell your Bitcoin. It will eventually get above $20,000 again. I knew $20,000 was not the all-time forever high and that it's a four-year cycle. And I soon figured out that, yeah, it was the end of the bull market. I predict the end of this bull market will probably be in October, okay, which is exactly 210,000 blocks from the end of the last bull market, which was in December of 2017. So learn about the 210,000 block theory. So I'm always bullish about Bitcoin because I value my wealth in Bitcoin. I'm trying to get more Bitcoin all the time because I understand it's not a company. It's not a stock. It's going to be worth a lot more than Apple one day. When that day will be, we're one day closer to it. I don't, I can't name the day exactly, but so yeah, when Bitcoin's going down, I'm just as bullish. Okay. And dude, I put my money when Bitcoin had its worst freaking day. Were you paying attention to what I was saying? When Bitcoin had its last worst freaking, worst freaking day ever. Okay. When the, in modern financial history, in modern financial history, during our whole lives, the worst financial day in the history of the world was freaking March the 13th. I was bullish on Bitcoin. I bought two Bitcoin, okay? I put my money where my mouth is. So you ask me, am I bullish when it's going down from 17,000 to 16,000? I was bullish on the worst financial day in the history of modern America, okay? We're not talking about the uh, back in the 20s or whatever. We're not talking about the Great Depression. There's no doubt that was the worst financial, March the 13th, or that, that whole aura, and it was all psychologically produced. It was all due to panic. But that was the worst financial day in, in, in modern history. And what was I doing? I was as bullish as ever on Bitcoin. I bought two. And you could see the tweets. You could follow me on TechBall. I, I, I put it out there numerous times. So there's your answer to your question, okay? And was I right or was I wrong? Did the world end that day? Yes. One day, it was the worst financial day in the modern history. There's a day after tomorrow. And then there's a day after that. And there's a day after that. People forget that. People forget. They get stuck. They, they're like, you know, when I was a little kid in third grade, there'd be some third grade drama. And I thought it was the biggest deal in the world. And I'd go to my mom and my dad and uh, the world. And they'd be like, Adam, you know, when you're a grown up, this won't bother you. You won't even remember this stuff. Okay. You know, you, you have a bit. And that's, we, we look back on days like this. And it, it, it's, when I see people panicking on days like this, I, I think of that. They're like the third graders. They think it's the biggest thing in the world. Oh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk did this, Elon Musk. Dude, when you're a grown-up, when you're a financial grown-up, you're not gonna you're gonna forget all this. Okay. <laughs> this is just it's it's just another brick in the wall, another a little a little pebble that you, you trip over or whatever. It's nothing. Um yeah, it's health nucleus. It's health nucleus human longevity inc. Thank you, Roman Q, for doing the research for me. Uh, uh yes, it's that's the company in San Diego that will uh, be doing all sorts of tests on me. And hopefully they won't find out anything, you know, bad in my body. From <laughs> You know, hopefully my liver is all right from uh, back in my days at Wash U from doing beer bongs with Shane Ulrich there. Tell <laughs> that like fun. And, uh, and if something's wrong, then we're going to, I'll address it. And, uh, you know, you roll with the punches, you roll with the punches. But personal responsibility is a new counterculture. I take responsibility that, you know, when I was in college, I did crazy drinking things and, you know, perhaps that could have damaged me. But do I have to continue my old ways? No, I'm a health freak now. I, I only drink water for the last eight years or something, right? Um, I do intermittent fasting. I just, um, every single day I fast at least 22 hours. I just got done a 44-hour fast. Remember, here's a, here's a life hack, guys. Whenever you're traveling, that those are the days you do your freaking fast. All right. Now. Moving on, uh, <laughs> this show is uh, much longer than I anticipated. And yeah, I sweated like a banshee. I took a shower afterwards, but I need to like wash my hair after this. Like, it's it's uh, be a unique beast. Exactly, guys. Be a unique beast. And just think outside the box and just don't 
Thank you, says Wook Chewy. Well, hello, Wook Chewy. It's really good to see a guy that's got Shabaka as his symbol who isn't a freaking um, – who isn't part of the Bitcoin Inquisition. You know, it's always good to see a guy that's got Shabaka. And, and you probably – I mean, you know, people probably don't well, – anyway, it's good to see a, 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 a Chewy, a Shabaka that isn't like um, – you know, just very, just very aggressive in the way he 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 gets with his Bitcoin Inquisition ways, and uh, yeah, it's, it's a shame how some people just uh, really just get off on, on just how some Shabakas like to show just how pure they are with the Bitcoin. Okay, so um, how many full days of eating have you skipped so far this year um, during the forty-four hour or seventy-two hour fast? I, I was, was it. Uh, I think 12 so far. It was, uh, yeah, 12, 12 so far. But I got, I got, there'll be another one in May. Yeah, I think, I, I've got it written down. I don't know. All right. Um, only idiot would sell his Bitcoin just because of Elon tweet. Well, I mean, that's kind of mean, but, but it's, you've got a point there. You've got a point there, Gabriel. It's, it's not an idiot, uh, a very impulsive, a uh, very impulsive person. Um, you know, it's it's funny. Some some guys that dress up that, that say they're Shabaka. If you're friends with Andy Hoffman, they um they 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 put you in the uh, the Bitcoin Inquisition. I am friends with Andy Hoffman, and I am proud of it. He's a nice person in real life. He's a real. He can show his real. He can show his face in real life and use his real name in real life too. And you know, you know, when people call Andy Hoffman a scammer, I I defend him. And I used to, you know, I would defend um, people who dress up like Shabaka when many people would call him a scammer too. I would defend him. You know, guys like Blake Anderson, who I respect a lot, would you talk about certain people that look like Shabaka and say they were scammers? And I would defend, I would defend uh, Shabaka to uh, to Blake. And, and, and um, you know what? I, and I have respect for Blake. But it's, it's funny. I defend Andy Hoffman, and then the guy that I defended, he goes Inquisition on me. I mean, so it makes you wonder. Just, just putting it out there. Now, um, all right, Troy Green said, how the heck do you hold from 2013? Were you already wealthy? No, I sold two of my, I owned two houses. I was just a, a regular guy that lived in uh, Reservoir Hill, and I know how to save money, dude. It's called saving money, and I make money off of YouTube. And I, I mean, I, 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 since 2013, I've had other revenue streams, okay, Troy Green. So that's how you can hold. Bitcoin. All right. I had savings. I turned basically all of it into, into Bitcoin. <laughs> but dude, where there's a will, there's a way. Use your freaking head. Where there's a will, there's a freaking way. Um, um, did, did I work before? I worked for myself before I was Bitcoin wealthy. Yes, I, I did work for myself. I mean, I, I did all sorts of things. I, uh, you know, I, I did. A, there was a time I was doing karaoke. Uh, I, I had a, uh, that was something really fun to do. I really enjoyed doing that. I saved, I saved that money. You know, every, everything that I've done, uh, every, every little financial endeavor that I've been part of, I mean, I don't blow the money on anything. I had a, uh, I had a 98 Chevy Cavalier, a 1998 Chevy Cavalier. I've told this story before when I, and I worked, uh, I've worked in, um, I'm not, I'm, I told, I told this on, uh, Craig's show, actually. Uh, I had the worst car in the parking lot. I had, and I was proud of it. I had the everybody else had a um, everybody else had a, a European car or a Japanese car, sports car, whatever. I had the Chevy Cavalier. Okay, that I mean that that's how you're able to. And I I I rode that thing into nothingness. All right. I mean I I rode I, I was actually it was very dangerous at the end that the brakes went out. <laughs> it was it was terrible. I, I took it to a whole new level of cheapness on that thing. But I haven't owned a car since 2014. So I mean, I don't have expenses. I don't have kids. I don't have kids. I don't have attack vectors. I don't own a house. I don't pay property taxes. I don't have a, I mean, there's ways of saving money, dude. There's ways of saving money. And the, and that you figure it out. You don't have a wife to support or kids to support or any leeches to support, any attack vectors. And it's easy to hold on to your Bitcoin. It's easy. I've talked about it on many other shows beyond Bitcoin shows, how you do it. All right. But interesting, interesting question there. Um, we got Romy Q. 
All right, no, 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 I answered that. Wow, this show is really, uh, it's got a lot of live viewers on YouTube. <laughs> the people on, uh, the people over on uh, whatever this thing is on uh, Clubhouse have gotten tired because they can't answer, they can't, they're not used to this style. But I, I, I'm cool that at least people heard me on Clubhouse. And I will, again, you guys on YouTube, go over there for the post-game show. I will talk about uh, stuff over there. So we talked about three uh, 8X versus 8%. Um, dog tokens continue to attract astonishing levels of popularity. Okay, obviously, we're in alt season if that is something that is considered like a, a reasonable statement now. <laughs> Unbelievable. We, we weren't, and you know, what's, what's Michael Saylor bought more Bitcoin, dude. So you could talk about not accepting Bitcoin for your, for your, uh, Tesla's, or you can actually put your money where your mouth is and buy more Bitcoin. What makes, what really makes a difference in terms of Bitcoin scarcity? It's the, it's the dude that's buying it up and holding it. And that's, uh, and yeah, it's great. He's, He's awesome, freaking sailor. I'm not going to put him on a pedestal, though. He could, he could, who knows what he could do one day, too. By the way, he, well, he's, he doesn't really care about Bitcoin privacy from what I've get, gathered. So should, should, should he be sent to the Bitcoin acquisition? All right. Um, so, okay. And, you know, if Elon Musk was just – if it's only about virtue signaling, and I don't believe in any of this conspiracy stuff, you know, the United States government made him do it. I, come on. Come on. Um, I'm, I'm not, let's not you, – you, you're, you're creating your own little rabbit hole of paranoia there. But if it, if it was just about virtue signaling, like his wife was like someone – someone said to his wife, his wife, you know, your rich, your rich husband is like killing the environment. Make him do something. He's really weak. If he was virtue signaling, because he's one of the richest men on earth, have a freaking backbone. That's one of my sayings. Pound that like button. Have a backbone, Elon. If you did this for virtue signaling, you don't have to. You don't have to virtue signal to anyone. You're one of the richest men, men on the planet. You don't have to fit in with anyone. So I tend to think he wasn't virtue signaling, because he doesn't have to virtue signal. Virtue signaling, but maybe he's so weak. I mean, it, 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 I can only use the word weak. If it was, if it was just about virtue signaling and fitting in, um, then what the heck is wrong with you? you? You're Of all people on the planet, you can say and do whatever you want to. And I admire that you're trying to get people on Mars. That's awesome. But if you're, if you're buying into this whole environmental narrative just because everybody else is and, and you, you need to impress your, your, your wife, wife's friends or whoever. All right. You know what was trending on Twitter? Nobody wants to work anymore. I think that sums up the mentality that has grown over the last year in the 80% of class. Hey, dudes, that's who you're competing against. There's a bunch of people who do not want to work anymore that just want to sit home and smoke weed and collect a government check. You be in motion. You're going to do great under these circumstances. Those people will become more and more of government slaves, which is, hey, compete, don't complain, and personal responsibility they will be the ones that complain the most, though. And what do we have here? Oh, I th Coinbase is adding Dogecoin. Now, I and I was wondering why they had not done it yet. And I thought it might be because they were scared. Now that they're a public company, they were scared if they listed it, that it would pump too much and that they would get lawsuits. But I was wrong. And perhaps they were just waiting, you know, to keep it. After they went public, if they didn't meet earnings expectations, which apparently they didn't meet, and you know the stock has gone down some, you know, keep it in their back pocket. It's something they could add and make a lot of money off of. So maybe that's the reason they did it. They just held off on doing it till after they were public, just in case things didn't go as well. They can add it, and you know, of course, the Dogecoin price is pumping now, and all these crazy people who love to buy Dogecoin will now spend their money. On Coinbase, and Coinbase will become wealthier. Good for Coinbase, I guess. Again, me talking about this for all you people part of the Bitcoin Inquisition, I'm not telling people to buy Dogecoin. I'm just saying that this is the logic that I see that uh, of Coinbase listing Dogecoin. Please don't buy Dogecoin. I I'm telling you not to buy Dogecoin, actually, people. But I can't stop. 
these TikTokers, and I can't stop this young generation of impulsive people who have got who believe in this freaking uh, who don't believe who get caught up in the unit bias and who put uh, Elon Musk on a pedestal. He, the only reason Dogecoin is is the main reason is because Elon Musk keeps on going and going and talking about it and tweeting about it. I, I don't even I thought it was a game for him at first. I'm not I'm not gonna, I'm not trying to get into this dude's head, man, because I'm not putting this dude on a pedestal. All right, we talked about Korea. Oh, there was an article. Um, a man used Coinbase uh, to pay a hitman. All right. This dude had Bitcoin at Coinbase and he didn't understand that, you know, if he's going to try to do something illegal, he's going to get caught because Coinbase will report every single thing possible about him to the government when they ask. So he so all the noobs who who still he's a noob. He was an evil noob because he tried to, you know, pay a hitman with Bitcoin that he was keeping at Coinbase. But all you noobs, learn, learn from this. Learn from this, all right? Not your keys, not your Bitcoin. All right. We talked about Tom Brady. And Ethereum and Bitcoin got up to being the – if they were companies, they would be the most – the sixth most, sixth most valuable and 15th most valuable uh, companies on the planet. Now things have since gone down. But we're one day closer to returning to that. And finally, and I, I feel like I've skipped something, so I'm going to go back. There, there's an article here from Futurism. Cryptocurrency, the total cryptocurrency market cap is worth more than uh, U.S. currency in circulation. So, and, and they mean physical cash. Okay. So that, that, and that's a milestone right there. All right. It just shows you how many, you know, we were talking about 2013 beforehand. The cryptocurrency, Bitcoin was so small back then. Now it's worth cryptocurrency as a whole, at least the other day, was worth more than all of the uh, dollars in circulation. That's something right there, man. That's something right there. All right. Let me see if there are any other questions here. Okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. All right. What else? Strong hand, people. That's how you freaking hold. Now, uh, all right. So someone say, Doge, Dogecoin is trash. Uh, crypto is risky enough. Just hold Bitcoin and you can't go wrong. I agree with you, Bron Bronco nuts. Bronk nuts. And I also agree that Joe Flacco's mile high miracle was the best football moment at that new mile high stadium ever. <laughs> if you're from Baltimore. Now, um, let, let me see if, let me just review the the, the title of this uh, show. What did we call this show today? It was, uh, we talked about Elon Musk and we talked about Tom Brady. We talked about the Koreans. We talked about alt season and we talked about 8% versus 8X. And I answered everybody's questions. So everybody, 3 p.m. tomorrow, East Coast time, uh, on this very channel, this week in Bitcoin, we're going to have the best freaking space in the in, best freaking guest in the space. And now that this show is over, I'm going to go over to Clubhouse and you can talk with me or whatever. Uh, I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, this is Meister. Pound that like button. And uh, oh, you skipped talking about Israel. Well, I wasn't asking about Israel. Israel is um, doing great things, man. It's uh, destroying terrorists as well. They should. If, you know, a terrorist attacks you, you destroy them. Israel hasn't done that very well lately. They they, they, they try to fit in with, with so many people. All right. Um, but, yeah, keep on – Israel has got to uh, get rid of uh, – completely uh, get rid of all the people that are threatening uh, the, their, their country, that are sending uh, – that are lobbing rockets uh, near Tel Aviv and, and other cities. So, um, yeah, hopefully Israel uh, d destroys uh, – the, the terrorists, uh, once and for all, they, they should be destroyed, off, wiped off the face of the earth, all those all the people that are shooting rockets. All right, Pat Fish sent me uh, $2.99 in Canadian dollars. Um, but another thing, you know, for all the people, I, I, you, you got to admit, you might not like uh, you might not like Trump or whatever, but uh, it, it's, it's no coincidence that when a senile guy becomes president, the evil people 
the evil terrorists uh, of that realm, they know what they can get away with. They know, eh, let's ramp it up now. We don't have to deal with the uh, the other guy anymore. I mean, you don't have to like Israel. You don't have to like Trump or whatever. But you, you, you gotta you gotta admit that uh, what, what, what's what, when Trump was president, things were one way. Now that he's there's a senile guy president. I, I think uh, the, the bad dudes of the world know eh, we can get away. Let, let's push it. Let's see how far we can take it. Israel, United States isn't coming to help you on this thing, okay? They, they don't have your back on this. So you got to take care of business uh, now that uh, the, 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 the terrorists are acting up again. All right, uh, pound that like button, and uh, God bless the state of Israel. Long live Zionism. Long live Israel. See you guys later. Bye-bye. Thank you again, Pathfish, for another $3.99. And yeah, I can say whatever the heck I want. <laughs> That's what being a Bitcoin holder is about. Proud Zionist Jew. All right, let's go over here. Someone's got.